Well, hello there, ladies and gentlemen. How are we doing this fine Friday? I'm just looking at all the stuff on my screen. Everything seems to be working. I think. Are we all good? I think we're all good. Yes, I think we're all good. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ice Cream Uploads here on Friday the 18th of March. My God, this year is going wild. I'm going to start off the show with shouting out West for resubscribing for a streak of one month. But for 18 months overall, you absolute legend. How... How are you doing? Thank you very much for that, mate. That's two babies. That's two babies. Yeah, I just had to make sure that my maths is working out there. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I hope that we're all doing absolutely fine. My room is still undergoing a, a few things. So I've got my new Elgato um, mic arm in. Thank you very much, Elgato, for sending us that. Again, Graham's got one as well. So And the studio has them as well. So again, it's just plumbing all of this stuff in. It seems to be working okay. I've tried to find the best way for it to be here without obstructing everything, and I think I found the way. Um, so, yes, thank you very much for all getting off sending this over to us. We very much appreciate it. Um, but there's a lot of you in the chat early doors this morning. A lot of you are absolutely mortified that we've gone live before 12 o'clock, and that is because it's just me. There is no Graham. It is just your boy, Bibbs, this morning. Uh, Graham always says that the show is shit without him. I, I, do you know what? I agree. I humbly agree because I'm I, I get bored of listening to my own voice, so Christ knows what you guys think. Um I've just I've just seen something say stay frosty and don't understand. Ah, okay, I need to move this down. Oh my god. We've lost Bibby. There we go. Uh <laughs> is that oi oi? Uh, I think that's Graham doing it his side. Graham, have you got a chatbot open? Because I'll close mine if you have, so they're not twice. Uh you're the one that says it's shit, not me. Really? I didn't make a graphic this morning and say it's shit without Graham. I didn't make that. You made that. But anyway, um, yeah, I've sorted my camera out this morning. So one of them just doesn't work anymore. Um, the 721 I'm just not using because it's shit. My, my one that goes in via USB, my newest one that goes into my phone, it's fantastic until it starts to lag and then goes well out of sync. So we've just got what used to be the Coco cam on my face here. I do need to get a new camera. I have get... Elgato face cam or Logitech C920 or their new version of what an Elgato face cam is. I need to get something because um, I said, gash, try reading, mate. Try read, mate. Try read, mate. Okay. All right. I'm just going to take a quick sip of, sip of my water. Here. Can't trust Bibi not to be too late. Listen, trying to get your ducks all in a row in the morning while trying to get all this sorted out is difficult. That's why me and Graham end up going late so often. I say late, we say 10 a.m.-ish. So that's a very big window of opportunity for us to be able to go live. It's because the work stuff comes first, ultimately. So trying to get all the news sorted out whilst trying to sort out all of the other contracted stuff that we've got going on whilst... Actually getting my wavelength sorted out, ladies and gentlemen. When Graham said that he was gonna that it might be a dollop this morning, i.e. dollop is just one person, I thought, okay, I've ripped out my wavelength. What is this gonna look like when I try to do a suit a scoop? So I threw up the old OBS, started plugging around a bit, and I thought, do you know what? I'm gonna Google this for one more time. Why is my Elgato, why is my capture card and everything crackling when I use it? Anyway, it turns out that because I'm using an Elgato 60S that the speed of that can't pro it is processing faster than what the sound can come through. So there's an area in the back, if you, if you keep all the control and you click the cog, it brings up all of the audio stuff, which I didn't even know was there. Um, and then it was, pa it, was, it was down to very slow, which I don't understand, I have never changed it. But since changing my room round, it's like it's all gone back to factory reset. Anyway, it's sorted out now. Wavelink is back in. So everything is being done via that rather than me doing it all manually again, which was a pain in the ass, but I knew it worked. But it's it's sound it's sorted. We're okay. You can hear me if I play the place if I put the PlayStation on now and play some WWE. You're gonna hear it. So that's all that matters. Um, but again, this is a video game new podcast show. This is exactly what you're here for. It's not for hearing my failings and how we're getting on with putting the scoop together today. It's as simple as that. So this is the scoop. This is the UK's number one self-proclaimed number one video game podcast. Even if we do say so ourselves, but we go live each and every single weekday at 10 a.m ish i know we've only been live this is the third time this week but all the studio is coming together nicely i give graham a little test drive of uh how everything's going to work once we go back into the studio that all of the uh the i was very careful about what i was saying then basically the studio is 
nearly how we want it to look. It's just how all the wiring and everything in the background goes uh, goes on because we've got a, we've got a load of new stuff that's been put in there. It all needs to communicate with each other, and that's the difficult thing when you're running a multi system setup within the office uh, within studio. Sorry, but I will literally say with my hand on my chest that what we have going on in that studio now is better than most TV broadcast production studios. And I'm genuinely not just saying that because you think that I'm obliged to say that. Genuinely, all of this stuff that we have put in there is stuff that me and Graham wanted to be in there to try and take it up to the very, very top of the level that we can produce shows with and i will and, and again the, the the bar for me was always what the true geordie podcast looked like and i swear i swear to god we are just below what theirs is and that's only through my own technical know-how if i knew what they do and how they do it so well and we could implement that in ours it would be on level par with them but at this moment in time i, ha I don't have the technical knowledge that most of those guys have been doing it professionally for the last 10 years have so what we have now is just as good it works for us. We have extra stream decks in there now, so we're not just all focused around the desk. We can do all the production stuff from the host desk. So I'm not. You won't see me hopefully now running round the desk to the other side to be able to try and fix stuff. We're able to do that from the desk at a flick of a switch. Um, so yeah, I can't wait to show it you all. I can't wait for any kind of lamp party that we're going to have. I can't wait for any kind of party at all. Period in that in that place because I want you all to see it. Um, so that's hopefully something that we can get done at some point. But again, video games news show. Find us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, uh, and Spotify. There you go. Um, and on video on demand on YouTube and Twitch after the show is finished. So yes, again, this is like this is to the last episode this week. I don't know what the schedule is going to be like next week. So stay uh, stay on top of our socials for that because we'll be able to tell you when we are going live. I don't know whether or not it's going to be a Monday, Wednesday, Friday again. And the Tuesday and Thursday are going to be where we're finishing off tinkering with the studios. Like, if we had to go live now within the studio, I'm fairly certain everything would look and work properly. But we want it to be, you pre you go live and everything's sorted. So I think that'll take a little bit more time. So if I was going to put, if I was going to put my name onto a date, I'd probably say Thursday is when we're able to go live. But I don't know whether or not we're going to leave that for a little bit longer. That's something that myself and Graham will have a discussion away from, and then tell you all guys, tell you guys after the fact. But Ladies and gentlemen, you guys are here for video game news. I feel like I have already been rabbiting on quite a bit. Um, I'm going to shout out all the people who've been in here early doors. So I love to see it. Lake's in here nice and early. Tito says, uh, I'd say first, but knowing Lotus has been lingering. To be fair, I've had this uh, this window open since I turned my PC on this morning. And I haven't seen Lotus come in. Unless he did. And he's just not put out to anything i'm not too sure but the doc's in nice and early as well um doo -doo -doo, what else who's here jmk's here uh, actually before 12 whoa <laughs> uh doc's saying uh i don't enjoy rank too much people just hide first person has got to be good uh, he's talking about PUBG there for all you guys taste bad says how uh, how are we all we're all absolutely fine mate how are you doing to the tune of dx are you ready says beans how we doing uh what bib the force is strong me give me a free hat um, I can't give you anything for free, unfortunately. This this is a this is a world where you have to buy your way. So yeah, that's just how it is. Uh, apart from if you mean you get stuff from Elgato for free. No spawn. Uh, Graham said that I've called him a gash. Uh, Grogu disagrees. He's reaching for you. I mean, this was gifted to me by Pirate uh, way back, as well as if I don't pull the plate with a load of stuff off that you can't see that's off camera. Um, a Guitar Hero guitar that I have actually started playing again recently. Um, I'm a massive fan of Guitar Hero. I'm a proper nerd. I do think I'm actually quite good at it. So he gave me both of those about seven or eight months ago. It's just that they've been out of the view of the camera for so long. But I needed stuff to put here. You can probably see I've got PSP games, my PS Vita, and my PSP there with a load of Pro Evos and Championship Manager. I've been needing to put all this stuff away. I just keep on bringing stuff up from downstairs to put on my shelf that I've not quite got round to yet. Um, today is a bank holiday for me, so I've got no work today apart from a wedding planning. Ooh, when are you getting married? Have I got an invite? Um, I'll be your mail of honour. Don't worry about it. Tino says, I'm on my way, babe, with my laptop and Xbox. Great style. That's, that's the attitude that we love to wear. Honest to God... When we actually open it up for people to come round, I hope to God it's a bring your own Xbox or bring your own laptop or whatever, and you guys can just have a good time. We'll get the beers in. 
Um, I'll do a I'll do a barbecue. I'll bring I will wheel my barbecue from Manchester all the way down there, and I'll smoke some meat for you guys. How about that? After thirty five years, now I'm very happy. Says Taste Pad. Uh, bad time of odd coming. I was younger. I'll stick to beer. <laughs> uh, Graham says Lotus has poorly kid, poorly kiddos, so he gets a pass. Shout. Um, JK says, congratulations, 35 and counting. Wedding is the 7th of May, 2022. Finally, after two years of delays. Yeah, it's, it's not been the best of times, has it? Obviously, with COVID putting everything back as well. But at least at least at this point, when you do get married, you might be able to actually be able to have a full venue. That's something that we managed to have before it all went to shit. But I know a lot of my friends have obviously had to have marriages over the last two years where they've only had to have like 14 members of family from both sides, which has been absolutely terrible, especially when you spend so many years planning it. Um, Graham says, same, that and cider both remind me of bad choices. Mine's poor genuinely poor that that sends me under um definitely too many cheeky toes with that uh but yes enough of the enough of the beer talk we can have that after the fact who knows well graham is going live tonight so if you want to talk about all your bad choices and bad habits definitely definitely get involved with some PUBG action tonight. I don't know if it's chasing crates with mates because obviously Lotus has got some poly kiddos. So obviously he'll be looking after those unless he's able to get away for an hour. Um, but I don't know if it... But who, who even <laughs> under seven... Mate, when you, are tw when you are 18, 19 or 20, you drink whatever you can get your hands on. Um, I wasn't clad technically classed as a student because I never went to uni. But... I drank like a student. You go to Manchester, you go to Oxford Road, you're getting pints for £2. You go to Fifth Ave, you're getting a bottle of Carlsberg for a quid. You're living the life, do you know what I mean? You drink whatever you can get your hands on. Um, but yes, Chasing Crates with Mates will be back tonight. I don't know who the mates are going to be, so make yourself known in the chat if you are going to be joining Graham with that. I'm fairly certain the goth um, Nietzsche will be joining. I don't know whether or not West will, the man who's obviously just subscribed to us early doors. You know the, you know the crew who usually, usually rolls with. I don't know what. Uh, Timeless might even be there. Who knows? But the only way that you can find out is by joining him tonight. I imagine it's going to be around half six, seven o'clock. But again, keep it locked to the socials and you'll find out when he does go live. But we'll move on to our news now. We have got a lot to talk about today. We've got five news stories. Obviously, one of them is Free Game Friday. So hold your horses with that one. I found a completely different article than we usually use at VGC, who usually says the same thing over and over again, barring one line as to what the game is. I found something that's a little bit more in depth. So we're going to keep it on with um, PC Gamer going forward because I think they're doing a very good job of what they want to give us. Um, you never had a Cheeky Vimto. Cheeky Vimto is elite, and that is literally where my bad life choices came from. Um, but we move. So hopefully my stream deck isn't going to destroy itself here. Uh, news. What we're saying. There we go. Um, so, moving on to our first news article written by Tom Ivan over at VGC. He states that Hogwarts Legacy has received a holiday 2022 release window, window confirmed during the State of Play presentation, which actually took place last night. Um, Warner Brothers Games has confirmed plans to release Hogwarts Legacy during the 2022 holiday season. The release window was announced during the State of Play presentation on Thursday, which shows over 14 minutes of Hogwarts Legacy gameplay captured on the PlayStation 5. Following the gameplay reveals some of the titles developers at Avalanche Software provide an additional insight into what players can expect from the game for in the following video. If I play this... I won't be able to read it, so I'll come back to that soon. Um, developed by Avalanche Studio, Hogwarts Legacy is an open-world action RPG uh, set in the world first introduced in the Harry Potter books. I'll yeah, I'll see if I can see how much I can read while this playing here. Is this going to be the 15-minute one? No, it's six minutes. I'll skip forward. Uh, taking place during the late 1800s, it sees players assuming the role of a new student at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. The attention to detail is the passion of the love for this brand, and the team has an astonishing Hogwarts legacy narrative director, Maura Aqua? Aquia? said during Thursday's presentation. Fans of the series will know an ancient magic has been around for a long time, to say the least, and that Hogwarts itself is a stronghold of ancient magic. The avatar, the player, has the ability to sense uh, sense it and possibly wield it or control it. I'm just going to pause that as I scroll down now. Uh, due to it being published under Warner's P uh, port key label, it was originally scheduled for release in 2021 on PS4, PS5, Xbox Series S and Xbox uh, One plus PC. However, last year, Warner delayed the game's release to uh, somewhere in 2022. That's definitely not me taking a swig of my drink. Right, okay, so I'm going to leave this on the screen. I'm going to let it play through. Skip forward a little bit. So this, as a non-Harry Potter fan, looks incredible. 
It looks like a it looks like a good time. It looks like a proper RPG. Why is it boofering? Why are we boofering, Sunshine? Um, we'll, we'll pause it a second and wait for it to boof. Um, this looks like a good time. I know Graham is a massive, massive, massive Harry Potter nerd. Um, I am not. I am by no way uh, the target audience for this, but as someone who does enjoy a good RPG, it's definitely something that I want to be able to get involved with going forward. I don't know why this is taking the piss, so we'll turn turn that one off. We'll bring my face back on the screen. Oh, hello. Um, I don't know why it's taking the piss, uh, boofering up. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a Harry Potter RPG set at Hogwarts in the 1800s, obviously before Harry and all the rest of his mates end up turning up. So if they manage to get the RPG elements of this correct and it can hold itself up as just a very good RPG just sitting in a Harry Potter world, I genuinely think that this will kick the door down for a lot of people who love playing video games but have never really got into RPGs. Now, RPGs themselves are quite difficult to get into. Same as MMOs, the kind they take, they take the same elements and the foundations of... Uh, of how, how how an RPG works. I don't really know how to explain that any 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 more into layman's terms. An RPG is a game where you start off usually at a very, very low level, say level one, and you aren't able to do much. Like if you were using this as an example, you're not able to have a load of casts. You're not able to do it for too long. You might not be able to run for too long. Your strength might be really low. And then as you work through the progression of the storyline, whether or not you meet someone who's able to give you those new spells, you might be able to learn them yourself by increasing your level in certain areas. Like that's what an RPG is, and that's obviously what MMOs are usually built around. They're usually built around starting off at level zero or level one, and then you're working your way up. Exactly what I've just mentioned there. This might be the game where people end up kicking the door down for what they want from an RPG. In terms of you've never played one before, they've never really interested you, but Harry Potter does. Do you know what I mean? So I'm I'm interested to see what the likes of Graham and what the likes of some of you in the chat that have probably never played one before that are interested in Harry Potter and see how where this takes you going forward because I do think there is a massive gaming landscape out there for you guys that potentially don't dip your toes in that often. Like playing things like Jedi for Jedi Fallen Order, I think a lot of people have probably missed having those action adventure games in their life for such a long time and then you play it and you think you know what that's actually pretty cool i was exactly the same with the, when it came to platformers when uh, astrobot came out on the playstation 5 and it was your launch game i played that and i was like that was that was incredible i need another one of those games went back and played new super lucky's tale because it was on games pass and i had such a good time playing it so sometimes thing thing you, you, you fall out of favor with particular genres or you just don't you, you never played them before this might be one of those things for that now as i said i'm not a harry potter fan i don't really know that much about it i've read the first two books probably watched the first two films and then that's about it that's my knowledge up until then so i don't know whether or not i need to watch all of that but this is a prequel so probably not um some of the things may go well over my head there might be stuff that appears in this that people have been waiting to be able to see in a video a harry potter video game for the longest time um but i did see a lot of bad things on social media yesterday from a lot of news outlets and a lot of personalities that quite rightly are standing with uh the trans community because of what jk rowling has been doing and saying over the last couple of years um which is a shame because the people who have been working on this probably think she's a fucking dickhead as well but their work is going to be tarnished because of someone who's at the very top, um, who's obviously the creator and founder of this. I don't think she's had that much influence over this game. I don't know whether or not she's written the storyline for this game and then they've based it off of that. It's, I don't know. I'd need to look into that. I can't say for absolutely sure. But, I mean, this is such a wayward... Do we even say this as an example? Because I don't know whether or not it would genuinely land me in hot water, but I do think it's a very viable uh comparison in fact i'll use it if not if, if if it lands me in hot water fuck it it is what it is i'll say it with my chest but when it comes to stuff like this and the people who are the who have been working on this that are the people who are gonna have their work tarnished because of somebody else above them i don't know whether or not you lot especially in the u.s i don't know whether or not how how popular they were but in the mid-2000s and late 90s there was a band called the lost prophets and they were a fantastic band there was one of my favorite bands and they had a singer called Ian Watkins, and he is the most heinous person there has probably ever been in music. He is a criminal that's now in prison for acts of 
I'll say violence just for the sake of this. Uh, if you if you don't don't Google it, don't, if you don't know who he is, don't bother trying to search for him because he is a horrible, horrible, horrible person. But the Lost Prophets themselves is a fa- were, were a fantastic band. However, their music now has been lost. I say lost. You you can still listen to it on Spotify, but their band, the band itself, has been tarred with a brush. That if you feel people, if people who want to listen to it want to listen to it. They, they feel like they're being looked at a particular way because it feels like you're supporting that person, but you're genuinely not. There was four other people in that band that have had their music lost now because of one individual who is an absolute creature that doesn't deserve to be on the face of this earth anymore, yet his music still lives on. So if you literally stream it or you buy an album, it still contributes to him. I don't think he's had his assets frozen or anything like that. But this is what this kind of feels... It, it, it kind of is under that umbrella. There is so There is people who've worked on this game that has not even a, probably a remote contact with the with J.K. Rowling, but they're going to have their work tarnished now because of what one person has said uh, horrible things about other people, and they're going to have their work destroyed by it. And that is the closest kind of comparison that I can think of that kind of makes sense, that goes hand in hand with each other. Um, so it's, it's annoying that a lot of people will probably not play this because of her when a lot of people have worked hard. And it looks fucking amazing, like... It looks incredible. I think I can play this while still standing by the trans community and what she said as being absolutely heinous. Like I, I feel I, I can separate those two things individually because the people who've created this that have spent all of their time creating something that's and what looks like an extremely good role playing game, an RPG in a world that I'm not particularly interested in, but the game looks too good to put it on the back burner. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't, I know my money will profiteer her later down the line but this this work doesn't deserve to be going into the scrap bar because of her do you know what i mean i feel like i'm i feel like i'm trying to separate these two without dipping my toe in um fatman dave says i stopped listening to lost profits because of him because of what he did exactly that's what i mean like a lot of people i've seen not wanting to play this because they feel like it's going to con it's going to contribute to her purse at the end of it but what about the 400 people that have been working on this like it's it's it, it, for me it feels like it's night and day the people who've worked on it are doing a fantastic job she hasn't had that much interest in it um, as far as I'm aware but they're using obviously the license of Harry Potter so I, I don't know uh, Rowling isn't directly involved with the game in a series of transphobic comments online the author J.K. Rowling is not directly involved with the creation of the game however her extraordinary body, a body of writing is the foundation for all prod- projects in the wizarding world exactly that's it it's because it's her license it's her world that she's created regardless of whether or not it's the characters that she's written in she's going to profit on but it's the same thing as like did you go to harry potter world do you do you strictly not go to harry potter world because of what she said or do you go because you enjoy the things that she's created you don't necessarily have to like the person um she owns a name she will get something exactly and that's the difficulty and i understand where people are coming from like they don't want to contribute to her pockets being lined but i feel like it needs to get segregated out at some point like the people who are working on this, the fact that there could be 500 people that have been working on this game. Do all 500 people of those deserve to be same, tarnished with the same brush as her? Same way that the, the other four people in the Lost Prophets band deserve to be tarnished um, with Ian Watkins? I don't think so. Um, it's difficult to try and separate them sometimes, but do you know what I mean? Like, they're both despicable people. I don't know what else I can say to try and be more scathing than that. Take a swig of me water there. By the way, this isn't me flexing Kirkland and I've got a Costco card. This is genuinely tap water. I just couldn't find a bottle near me for me to be able to fill something up before we went live. So I quickly ran to the ran to the bathroom and filled it up with water. But anyway, enough about Hogwarts Legacy. It's going to be amazing. It's coming out towards the end of the season. Expect this to probably be bundled up with your PlayStation 5 and your Xboxes for Christmas time as your kids. So you might want to be able to play this game. It's going to be there already, ready, waiting, and available for you. So, ladies and gentlemen, moving on to our next news article. Something a bit more in my domain, but is it? Nice little teaser for you there, do you know what I mean? It's like I've been doing this for years. Um, written, again, on VGC by Chris Scullion. He states that Netflix's live-action Resident Evil series coming in July. The streaming service has confirmed the series' release date. Netflix has announced that the action, a live-action Resident Evil series will have released on July 14th. The date was announced on the official Netflix Geeked Twitter account, along with the poster for the series. Evil has evolved, the message reads. Resident Evil is coming to Netflix. How many times are we going to say that? It's only like the first six lines. Uh, the new ser- the new series is different from the live action movie. 
Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City, which was released in cinemas in November 2021. I still haven't seen it. I'm going to be honest. I still haven't seen it. Um, I've got a lot to say about it, but I can't really say much without me actually watching it first and going, do you know what? What, what I thought was going to happen has happened and it's probably not that great. But anyway, instead, this separate live action series produced by the same German production company, Constantine Films. According to Netflix synopsis released in 2020, the show will feature the Wesker kids as they uncover series... Uh, sorry, secrets inside of the new Raccoon City. Albert Wesker is one of the primary antagonists in the Resident Evil games. When the Wesker kids move to New York's uh, new Raccoon City, the secret they uncovered might just be the end of everything, it states. And this is the poster, as you can see, embedded into the article. Uh, in December, Netflix released a very brief teaser video for the series. The short clip ha uh, shows a Cerebus, uh, uh, the iconic zombie dog from the series, walking towards a camera, which you can see here. I'll play this. It looks, it looks great, to be fair. The CGI looks fantastic um and then yeah there you go there's the red light flashing boom it looks good uh, the cgi looks good anyway um the dog turns its head the right light explodes and the rotting flesh on the side of the head then quickly followed by the official logo and the new series netflix has produced a dozen of video game adaptations over the years most notably the witcher sonic the hedgehog castlevania a cgi resident evil movie it is also currently working on movies based on two ubisoft properties the division and good uh so, sorry beyond good and evil as well as an assassin's creed series so, ladies and gentlemen, another Resident Evil IP uh, series is coming out. We've had quite a lot of these Resident Evil series come out over the last couple of years. Not too much, if I'm being perfectly honest. I don't think they've been up to scratch. I don't think they've been what fans want. I don't think they've been entirely accurate to the actual source material. Again, I can't, I can't say, I can't say anything about the Resident Evil film because I've not seen it. From what I've heard. It's just another Resident Evil film that deserves to be on the par with the rest of them. Yeah, it's there would the synopsis of the film seemed that it was trying to squeeze Resident Evil Two and One into the same film, whereas I find that it's hard to believe because the Resident Evil One, the game, came out. I think there was four years between the two Raccoon City incidents that happened in the first one and the second one. It could only be two years, and I'll need to fact-check that one myself. But I don't know how they can have them all in the same timeline when they didn't actually happen in the same timeline via the games. So I'm not saying about the release date of the games. That goes without saying because there was a year apart from each other. But in terms of where the story was, it could actually be, it could actually be two years. I'm sure it was 96 where they went to the Spencer Mansion. I'm sure it was 98 in Raccoon City. Um, but yeah, it's I don't know how they managed to squeeze them together. They're not even in the same timeline, but yeah, they did it. And I don't think it was up to much. Pidge says that the last film was a flop. I mean, arguably, the other ones weren't really that watchable uh, with Mila Djokovic in, but for what they were, don't go back and watch the first one now because the CGI does not hold up very well at all. It's, in fact, I'll put it alongside. Did, has anyone watched Scary Movie recently? Tried watching that on my 4K TV and it looks abysmal. Like the humor's still great, but the CGI and stuff like that within that film is so bad. It's nearly unwatchable. Um, but a new Resident Evil thing coming out, I'm not interested. And that's that that hurts me saying that. As a massive Resident Evil fan, the, the when it comes down to the shows and the TVs, uh, sorry, and the shows and the films, I'm just I've got no interest in them. I've been burnt too many times by them. The CGI films are pretty good. It does make me feel like I'm playing the game without holding the controller. But as a whole, the films are... I don't know who it is that they're managing to get in to try and create the stories for them, but I don't feel like... This is really bad to say because there might actually be Resident Evil fans, but they're just not very good at writing Resident Evil stories. They just don't feel like Resident Evil stories. It feels like they're just taking the characters from the games or from the books and then trying to implement them into different areas and scenarios that just aren't familiar that just aren't what you would expect from a resident evil piece of media so i'll wait i don't know whether or not i'll watch it i mean it's on netflix so I probably will it doesn't mean that i have to get off my ass and go to the cinema like a lazy fat bastard that i am if you think the old ones are bad stay away there we go then cheers pitch i'll take that one i want to see sherlock holmes and the hounds of the bakersville's movie being made um Fatman Dave says, I've never heard of Welcome to Raccoon City or better for better or for worse. I've seen all the Paul W.S. Sanderson films, so it can't be that good. Um, Ad says Resident Evil is shit. <laughs> when are we getting Resident Evil 2077? Good point. Uh, the characters in the film don't represent who they are. Made Redfield or something, a dumb cop. That, this is what I mean, though. Like, 
it doesn't make sense what they try to do with the characters. I mean, this I could genuinely have a podcast on its own with this stuff because I I, I am a super fan. Take that with what you will uh, because I haven't seen this film. But when it comes to Resident Evil itself, there isn't that much that I don't know. So when you're trying to watch something being portrayed by someone that you, you feel like they haven't got the source material at heart, you just kind of zone out from it and you don't want to watch it. And I feel like that's what's been there for the longest time. Like I saw something earlier on Twitter saying that Netflix is making a Resident Evil film. This is in like quotes. Netflix is making a Resident Evil series or making a Resident Evil film. This one will be great. And then it lists underneath like uh, De Netflix's Death Note, which I can't believe they managed to get that so wrong. If anyone's watched the original two Death Notes from like the early 2000s, the films, they were fantastic. They were, fa they were such such good films and then netflix took it tried to make a film about it and just completely destroyed the entire thing in one film um so yeah it doesn't necessarily always mean that they are going to be the best because netflix have done it but we'll see i just i need someone to come along and just do it justice and i feel like they've done that with the witcher i feel like the witcher is such a good series that takes i don't know whether or not it's it's henry cavill just portraying it so well and because he is a gamer he gets what Geralt is meant to be and he's then, he's then able to portray that but it just feels like the people who they're getting in and i don't necessarily think that the bad actors i just feel like the direction that they've been given isn't good enough for a resident evil film and again that feels like gatekeeping but if you're going to make a film of a franchise that is absolutely beloved that's had I think over about 30 games at this point, as well as a million different books being read about it, then you kind of need to take the source material at heart and then work it into the story. I don't believe they've done that yet. I don't believe that anyone's been able to crack it, barring the CGI stuff. Um, and I'm giving that a pass because it's CGI and they can make the characters act however they want. And the voice acting is obviously more important in CGI stuff. And it is, to be fair, it's, it's on point. But I digress. It's a long way to go before we see anything from it. Um, what are we in now? April. No, we're not. We're in March. April, May, June, July. So we've got three months yet. We'll wait. I'll wait to see what happens later down the line. But would it be an episode of The Scoop if I wasn't talking about Fortnite, eh? I don't think it would. So let's get into the next news article. Uh, written on The Gamer by Josh Coulson, Fortnite data miners points to, uh, to Final Fantasy and Doctor Who crossovers. Buster Sword, Back, Blink, Incoming. It's felt a little quiet on the Fortnite front for a while, possibly because it was making headlines left, right and centre when the island was flipped upside down uh, to mark the start of a new chapter. Chapter 3's first season has been a long one, but Epic is finally ready to bid it for, uh, ad adieu <laughs> and start up Season 2. Uh, season 1 will come to an end this week, and shortly after that, Season 2 will be ushered in. It normally means two things, a big event to close the current season and a number of new crossovers to ring it into the next. There's currently very little information on how we will transition from this into the next, but data miners this week updates have revealed some of the crossovers we might be getting in the coming days and weeks. It might feel as if there isn't anyone left who hasn't been a part of the Fortnite canon yet, uh, but Rita data miners just show that is far from the case. A number of characters from different IPs have been unearthed, including familiar faces from MCU, debut team up with Final Fantasy and Doctor Who. It also looks like Freddy Krueger will be joining Predator and the Terminator on the more adult side of the Fortnite crossover coin. The Final Fantasy hit comes in the form of Cloud's Buster Sword. You can check out how it might look in the game above. Likely as a back bling pickaxe though, as it would be a pretty cool limited time weapon. Akin to lightsabers during the first Fortnite Star Wars crossover. Graham, if you're in the chat, can we just talk about again for the for the 7,000th time how good Christmas was three years ago when we were playing Fortnite and they had the Star Wars lightsabers in there and you'd be able to get get people by force and stuff like that. It was, it was a good time. It was a good time. An addition that resulted in players being willingly dropped all of their other weapons in favour of battling with nothing but lightsabers, which was fantastic. As well as Cloud, Kruger and Doctor Who, it also seems like Doctor Strange will be entering the loop for the first time. Marvel and uh, sorry, Fortnite and Marvel's relationship has been in place for years at this point, with a number of different heroes added to the game as skins. Strange will join the likes of She-Hulk, Black Widow, Spider-Man, who debuted in Fortnite to kick off the current season. Doctor Strange may well be locked away until the Multiverse of Madness hits cinemas, 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 cinemas in May. <laughs> wow. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, more Fortnite stuff coming in. I think it's good. We are definitely if we're gonna get if we're gonna get Cloud's Buster Sword, we're actually gonna get Cloud in there as well, aren't we? We can't have one without the other. Um, and Doctor Who, not a fan of Doctor Who. I don't think I've ever watched a Doctor Who episode. Um, but it looks seemingly looks like there's going to be a Doctor Who available in there as well. What that looks like, I do not know. But having Doctor Strange in is pretty cool. Uh, pretty, uh, pretty. I was going to say cruel then because I looked at Freddy Krueger. It's going to be pretty cool having Freddy Krueger in now though. That feels a bit pointless, don't you think? Maybe that should have been coming when it's starting to be Halloween. <laughs> like that would kind of go hand in hand. It feels like you're wasting it now. Um, uh, who else was there? She-Hulk, Black Widow. I'm sure they're in now, right? Strange will join the likes of She-Hulk, Black Widow, and Spider-Man. Yeah, who are, they're already in there. So, yeah, I mean, more Fortnite stuff. I genuinely thought that they might have reached the top when it comes to who they're going to get in there. I genuinely, off the top of my head now, can't think of anyone else who's going to actually be in the Fortnite universe. It feels like they've reached max capacity, but apparently not. Apparently not. Uh, the best video game movie for its original Mortal Kombat film it was a mix of game and story. Uh, I actually think that the best video game movie um, is probably Sonic. Genuinely. I think the Sonic is one of the only ones that has reached media mass whilst retaining the Sonic humour. I mean, anyone who's watched uh, my favourite Sonic, my favourite Sonic, by the way, is Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog the ones from the early 90s that had just been re-released on Blu-ray. That's my favourite version of Sonic. And this is, the films are as close to that as that I think they're ever going to be. So that was massive for me. Uh, wait until you say that after Sonic 2. Maybe, but I mean, Sonic 1 is still up there. I mean, that, that will never change my opinion because Sonic 1 feels like a fantastic, well, it is a fantastic film. It feels like one of my favourite films. Uh, Stranger Season 3 started the same day as the new Star Wars thing on, D, on Disney+. Plus. Good, good point. West will be here for his Fortnite fix soon. I I love Fortnite. I genuinely I genuinely love Fortnite. I think Resident Evil played all the games, but never saw any of the films. We need a Zelda movie. Jesus, imagine they managed to get Zelda wrong. It would literally send the world into a complete meltdown. Um, but yeah, more stuff coming to Fortnite, as you can imagine. The Funko Pops of video games. There's more shit coming. Um, moving swiftly on then, we've got uh, an article here that was uh, submitted by Tito earlier on this week, obviously because we didn't have as many scoops as we would usually do. It's been put on the back burner, uh, but it's here now. Xbox Series X exclusive face Exodus of senior designers. The Perfect Dark reboot loses a number of key developers written on TRG. For the first time, we're actually showing this website by Callum Baines. Uh, congratulations. I mean, shall we just listen to it so you guys can listen to it? And I don't have to talk. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Uh, upcoming Xbox Series S exclusive Perfect Data seen an exodus of developers leave uh, leave its core development team across the past year, including multiple senior designers, raising questions about the current and future state of the game. Spotted by VGC, around 34 people working on the Perfect Dark reboot at Development Studio, the initiative have left with people in the past year, according to its analysis of LinkedIn profiles. That equates to around half of the development team known have been working on the game. That indicates senior figures, like its game director, lead level designer, design director, principal world builder, and a host of other senior technicians, animators, QAs, and art roles. Jesus Christ. There's just going to be one person sat there, and it's a social media guy going, what do I tweet about today? Hey, lads. <laughs> uh, speaking to the former employees who have left the team over the last couple of months, VGC says that many of its senior developers were frustrated with the top-down directing style and the initiative studio's head da uh, Darren Gallagher and game director Daniel Newberger. Okay, Newberger joined the game development when Crystal Dynamics, the studio behind the most recent Tomb Raider trilogy and Marvel's Avengers, was brought in to co-develop Perfect Dart last year and has also since left the project. Senior team members were allegedly irritated by the, by the lack of autonomy uh, they were given to design the game, describing it as making painfully slow progress because of the splintered company culture. Making games is hard enough, let alone when you feel like you can't carry through people making the decisions that affect everyone, one former employee told VGC. Another source suggested that an additional crystal dynamics to the, to the project likely meaning that a reboot of Perfect Dart itself can't be re rebooted and is still years away from release. 
Gallagher told VGC that, however, the staffing changes do not mean that the development of the game is in jeopardy. It's no small task to develop the, uh, sorry, to build the studio and reinvent the beloved franchise, Gallagher said. In creating the initiative, we sent out our leverage co-developer partners to achieve our ambitions, and we're really excited about the progress we're seeing within our relationship with Crystal Dynamics. In this journey, it is not uncommon for those to be staffing changes, especially during a time of global upheaval over the last two years, and there's plenty more work in front of us to deliver a fantastic, perfect dark experience for others um so there's just a little recap at the bottom there for you as well but it does look like i don't want to say it's in jeopardy but it does look like it's on the pack burner at the moment um can you hear that one second let me stop talking Okay, ever so slightly. I turned the game down earlier because there was planes flying over and now we've got gardeners in the garden again. It's spring. Gardens need mowing. Gardens need all the leaves blowing out. So um, you can probably be able to hear that. If it does get too loud, though, let me know and I'll close the window. So I do apologize for that. But it is sweaty out in here today. Again, start of spring. It's really nice and cool. I'm able to wear shorts and t-shirt without being too cold, as you guys probably are doing as well. But anyway... I don't think this. I don't think this franchise is in jeopardy. There will, as 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 rough as it is to say it, um, there will always be people waiting in the wings to be able to join projects like this. So if people leave, they will get people in. Whether or not they are going to be good as the people that have left is a different story. Like uh, this isn't in any way the same. But yesterday I was watching the news and P and O Cruises. For those of you that are familiar with those uh, in Hull, have let like 300 staff members go. They've let them go. They've sacked them. They've been made redundant. They're off. And then uh, that was when they turned up for work in the morning. They had 300 members of staff from agencies waiting on the dock for the the boat for the the, the ferry to come back in or whatever it is to come back in. Um, Nicho subscribed as well for six months. Fantastic sub goal met. We're at 70 subs, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for that one. Um, Oh, sub points, sorry, about 70 sub points. Thank you very much. Um, but there was what they had 300 people, uh, it's 800 now. Christ, um, they had 800 people, uh, staff members, agency staff members waiting on the bridge for the ferry to come back in, the uh, current staff members to leave and then bring those in. And do you know why they did that to save money because the agency staff are working, are going to be working on a lesser wage than the people who was already on the boat. It's just the way it is. People will be waiting in the wings to take over at certain areas uh, for things like this to happen. It's unfortunate, but th these people have left themselves, have not been sacked, so they will be able to get people in. This project is a couple of years away anyway, so it might not be the game that you may thought with the minds behind it that you thought you was going to get. It may be something that may change development over time, but it doesn't change the fact that the people who are at the top are... Uh suffocating the creative freedom of the people who are trying to create the game that's what i'm taking from this so you may take something completely different from it and this is the reason why they've had the exodus in the first place they might just bring people in who are more than happy to sit there and go do you know what give me all the shit that you want i'll create this game for you it might be people who are just starting out in the gaming industry that are happy to take their beat i don't mean this i don't mean this figuratively of present they might they might be there to take the beatings so far um, and just get this out of the way. They've got the experience, they'll move on to a next place. Who knows? But at this moment in time, it looks like Perfect Darts is still on the back burner. We've got a couple of years away from it being released yet. It is what it is. People have left. They don't like the people who they work with. Get out of there. It's, it's exactly what you should be doing. If, you, if, you don't, if you're not happy where you are and the people around you are toxic, get out of there, do yourself a favour, sort your head out and just enjoy your work again. And that's that goes, that's not just in video games, that's across absolutely everything. Your happiness is the most important thing. Um, Tito says, fucking disgrace that. Apparently the hired security staff in advance who were handcuffed, uh, trained to deal with staff, forcibly removing staff if necessary. Exactly. I thought it was bizarre yesterday. And it, it, it got, it's something, the love of Hull or something it's called, isn't it? The pride of Hull. That's what it is. The pride of Hull, and they've just removed like 800 staff members who are probably all from Hull. They're all local people who uh, have been working there for like the last 10 years, but because they earn so much money now, they've just sacked them all and brought in agency workers who they have to now pay less. It's outrageous, um, but this isn't the first time it'll happen. It's not the last time. I genuinely thought it was illegal. Apparently, it's not. It's not illegal to do that, um, but you've got to feel for the people of Hull that have obviously lost their jobs through greed because the the fair enough have made loss losses but the people who own pno uh, who own pno are multi-billionaires so it's not as if they can't write that kind of thing off but 
the the price of a lockdown, the price of everything else, unfortunately. People are going to be going mad soon because like our council tax has gone up, diesel's going up, petrol's going up, electricity is going up. People are going to be doing knee-jerky knee reactionary stuff. And it just looks like 800 people have unfortunately lost their jobs because some arsehole thinks that they're going to save a few quid. You're going to say you're going to be losing a lot more money when people decide not to use you because you're being an arsehole. Anyway, let's move on to some positivity for the last news article of the week. And my friends, it's your time. It's your favorite time. It's my favorite time. It's free game Friday, ladies and gentlemen. And this has been written on PC Gamer by Morgan Park, Philip Palmer, and apparently PC Gamer. Um, and it said, what's free on the Epic Game Store right now? Now, this is, this is a nice little article, right? Because usually on VGC, we'll get the first line of what, what it is and then how many have been sold for, uh, how many people have redeemed it over the last year, which is usually how they managed to put all the characters in. <laughs> it's like copy and pasting the same thing. But anyway, um, scrolling down, as you can see, What's free until March the 24th? Now, this should be live right now. Yes, it's the 18th today. So this live went live yesterday. A psychological horror game in sound mind doesn't bring anything new and exciting to the table, but it fits into your scary diet like comfort food. If you're looking for something with a little spook, it's got your cat. Uh, it's got a cat you can pet. I'm in. And you can't ask for much more than that. And that is the blurb for it. Again, right to the point. Underneath, this is what's coming next week. So pinball genre isn't up to much, but it's a demon tilt. And personally... Uh, personality to fill it up, sorry. Combining shooting up elements with traditional pinball table makes for a hectic experience if you fancy turning your monitor or don't mind some scrolling. Demon's Tilt dials up the metal and occult to 12. And then it shows you all the stuff that's been given away, uh, given away in 2022 as well as last year too. So if there's any of the games here, like this itself should make you want to install the Epic Game Store. Just redeem them. You, ne you never have to play them. Just have them in your library. Like this is a, this is what I'm going to feature every week now, rather than the VGC stuff because I like we'll next week will be this is what it is, the pinball one, and then it'll obviously show you what's happened in the week afterwards. So I'm ha I'm happy with this. This is the one that we're going to use so far. Uh, so in sound mind is your free game over at the Epic Game Store right now. Get over there. Um, oh, Bacon Chin, hello. Sorry, I didn't see you in the uh, I didn't see you in the chat there earlier. Apologies, apologies. Um, Demons Till, what's this going to take me to? Oh, the store. Okay. Hopefully this isn't going to show anything that... Okay, yeah, it's not going to show anything that I didn't want it to. Um, let's have a look at this, because I do enjoy a good pinball game. Pin, pin SF, pinball SFX. Is that what it's called? Pinball SFX or Pinball FX on the Nintendo Switch and the PS4. I played a lot of that. I really enjoy a good pinball game. Um, and it doesn't look like I can actually see anything. Oh, here we go. It's loading in. Accept all cookies. Maybe that's what it was. Okay, so look at all the tables it's got. This is pretty nifty. Can we get some sound? Alright, oh. oh, okay, so this is a bit batshit, isn't it? The shootable stuff is here for you to be able to see. Oh. Yeah, it looks a bit chaotic, doesn't it? <laughs> just what a traditional one. <laughs> Fuck, that was loud. I know, I know. It blew, it just, it's just blew my ears off. Don't worry about it. I haven't got my headset on. It just blurted out the speakers. <laughs> it just blurted, it blurted out my speakers. I'm just shat. I shit my pants. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's your, that, that's your news. Wow. <laughs> my ass has just fallen out. I was hoping it wouldn't be as loud for you guys, but apparently it was. <laughs> my apologies. Uh, my ass is literally just fucking shit. Um, but yeah. Can we raid my mate? FMT Matt. Uh yeah, I don't I don't see why not. We'll have a look in a second. Um But yeah, that's a, that's some that's a pinball game that's coming next week. Again, if you are into pinball, that looks a bit batshit, doesn't it? It looks a bit it look it does look a little bit wild. Um but yeah, that's the that's next week's game. That's the end of the show this week. Again, thank you very much to each and every one of you that have joined us for this episode, the three episodes this week. Again, I'm not too sure what next week looks like just yet. Um we will obviously get a, a schedule out probably on Monday. I mean, well, me and Graham will discuss it over the weekend, and uh, I'll see what I can try and knock up on Monday in terms of what the the, the week is going to look like for our streamer schedule. You are still going to get some chasing crates with mates with Graham tonight. I'm not sure who he's got playing with him if Lotus has got a couple of ill kiddies. Um, I mean, Nietzsche will probably be here. Tito might be here. 
Uh, who else have we got in here? West may end up being there. Pidge might want to jump in as well. So the regular, you guys, are timeless, you guys that are, are always in the PUBG stuff, you might end up joining him. I'm not too sure yet, but obviously. Uh, oh, it, oh, it is. Uh, Studio Baby, I'm not watching it in protest. Why is that, Tito? Why are you protesting against Graham? What's he done to you this time? Uh, Bakerchin says, a Manchester-based football, uh, football manager streamer. I only said that I thought it was the end. I'll, 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 we'll have a look. We'll have a look. I mean, if you use the guide the rain function, that with your with your with your sprinkles and I've got no choice. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? It root skipping Saturday stream. <laughs> he's got stuff to do. He's got weddings to go to, um, so that's why he's doing that. But he's bringing it forward to tonight. He's bringing it forward to tonight, and you can't argue with that. But we have got some WWE on Sunday. I mean, I've got my belt here. It's not quite as good. It's not quite as good as the uh, as the w, uh, as the ice cream uploads one. But we've got. A little replica here that I got from my stag do that my mate yeah, that my mates got me as they dressed me up for Stone Cold Steve Austin that does have some Domino's pizza stains on the back of it uh, from when we was walking around. <laughs> uh, where was it that we went to? I can't remember where we went to. Is I fucking love the place as well. But anyway, um, we're gonna have some WWE action. I might even put this on the line against myself. Who knows? Um, but that's going to be happening on Sunday, 10 o'clock-ish. Um, again, we'll put the ish in there. There's going to be no Saturday stream. No Saturday stream. Keep that in mind. It's going to be tonight. Chase Chris mates, around half past six, I imagine, is when you're likely to have some of that action. But ladies and gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure to be able to host the stream for you today. Again, when it's a dollop, I'm not always uh, the, the best host because I do... I bought myself and my voice, if I'm being honest. But you guys that come here, you're joining in the chat, you're, you're subscribing, you're guiding raids, you're coming in and you're talking, you're keeping me company, that's all we can ask for. But again, we'll be back uh, with the scoop on Monday for 110% sure it will be Monday. Whether or not Tuesday or Thursday is nuked again, I'm not too sure. Uh, but again, I keep on saying it, we're chasing crazy with mates tonight. It's no stream on Sunday, WWE on, uh, sorry, no stream on Saturday, WWE on Sunday, and then we begin next week fresh on Monday. Um, we are going to guide the raid over to Bacon Chin's mate. Um, find out with our, uh, from all our socials when we do go live and when we are going to be going live tonight. Um, but if you want to help shape next week's shows, there is two ways that you can do so. First of all, find us on social media. It is at Ice Cream Uploads across all major social media platforms or alternatively get involved with our Discord. All the links that you require will be listed in the description below if you're watching this on any of our on-demand services. Spoiler alert, it's at Ice Cream Uploads across all major social media platforms. All we need from you is a URL plus your thoughts and impressions. We will then give you our thoughts and impressions on the very next show, which will probably in on Monday in the afternoon somewhere but we're hoping it's 10am ish um, but it's been an absolute pleasure guys I do hope you all have a fantastic weekend if I don't see you before Sunday uh, and as always guys if you've got the emotes if you are a subscriber here there's always two words that we want to leave you with no it's not suck it that my friends is to stay frosty